0: Welcome to watching Westworld, the officially unofficial podcast for Westworld on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron, and today we're talking about season one, episode one. Nope, season four, episode one. Aaron's moving his camera around. Uh, this is an instant was take. huge. My my melon was huge. I mean, you had had me four hundred x zoom. It's already giant, I mean, man. Uh, yeah, that's that was gonna be my point, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Aaron, hey what do you think of, of the auguries, the aug- auguries? Do you know what the auguries are? Only because I looked it up. Oh, okay. And I only know wow, one shit. meaning of it, which is probably a superficial meaning. And I'm sure Nolan and Joy have a much deeper meaning that they're going to weave into the rest of this season. But what's uh, the superficial? Uh, it, it, it's basically an omen. A okay. portent, portent of to, yeah. either good or bad things to come. Yeah um
1: that's exactly that's exactly what it is this was um this is an interesting episode like uh in in typical westworld fashion i'm not sure exactly what the hell is going on yeah but i sure do like the idea of teddy being back in okay uh dolores's life uh christina's uh life i'm gonna have to i want to rapid fire bounce a bunch of uh theories (laughs) and ideas about what's going on uh off of you yeah uh I also thought there's a pretty competently staged action scenes, which I like. That's sure. um, I like to see that early on in Westworld because this is an action sci-fi show amongst other things. And sometimes they've struggled with that. Uh, but I, I really liked it. Like they, they really threw us into the middle of it. Um, the seven year time jump and and not even then because they, they, they talk about a war and I'm thinking about, they're talking about a robot war. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot of change, a lot of change in the world. And because people living in the world wouldn't be talking about how much that's changed all the time, we're kind of left to catch up with it because they're, you know, they're mm-hmm. not going to sit and look right at the camera and say, here's the history of the. But I, I like that. I like kind of like um, the the re- returning to the mysterious aspects of Westworld. What do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, no, I, I was into it Um they're, they're setting up a mystery around kind of what I guess Who Christina is, what she does, and how that relates to these people that are trying to get her attention, let's say, throughout this episode. Um, I found that pretty interesting, and I don't know how that ties back into the story of robots, but I I assume we'll explore more about that in the season. Is it people or is it a person?
1: Because like I throughout the episode, he kept on referencing we, mm-hmm. but it's it was always just a single person. Is it was the same voice, the same schlubby looking
0: dude? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I assume that when he says we there, there are other people behind that we, but I don't know.
1: I'm yeah I, I've, I've got some theories and ideas I just don't know when to start talking about it um, what do you think the man let's let's just fuck it let's get to it what what do you mm-hmm. think the
0: man in black is doing uh, purchasing the Hoover Dam uh, well he's clearly looking for the sublime right like they've uh, him and Shaloris have tracked uh, the sublime back to these the server farm that the Hoover Dam has become which I thought was really cool uh, you yeah. know a source of power right at the the data center why not uh, that's pretty sweet I was surprised it's it was like, like the like drug reverse... cartel could buy the Hoover Dam out from under the government. That's, that was... that's the
1: crazy thing about the world building. I'm not sure uh-huh. if they'll give us answers, but it's I'm like, this is kind of some reverse sea <laughs> land where sure. somehow drug cartels from Mexico have bought the Hoover Dam. Yeah. And have turned it into a, a, a you know, a no questions asked, uh, you know, Iron Mountain for your fucking data.
0: Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh huh. Interesting. Interesting. That was because that's, that, that's always the cool idea.
1: That was one of the questions we had about, uh, you know, we know that something with the Sublime ended up in the marble in and, and Bernard's head, but also that shit was beamed off into some kind of satellite location link. Yeah. I thought that was always a dangling thread. And I think we just, um, you know, a lot of shit's happened in seven years, but I thought that's mm-hmm. where they're they're going with that.
0: Yeah. Uh, it seems pretty clear.
1: And, and Is I it don't a know hostile?
0: What? A, a hostile? Is it a hostile takeover? I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I I, it's hard to say, like Shaloris, as far as I knew, was hell bent on killing all humans, but robots, I don't know why she would want to kill them. We're still, well, so, okay. Um, We're assuming the man in black is
1: a robot copy that is doing Shaloris' bidding, right? Based on what we saw at the end of last season. He's still maintaining the face of Delos and, you know, being a wealthy guy and just kind of being their agent to do whatever they need. Mm Because I I, I thought at the end that that was one of my theories is that Shaloris isn't actually trying to condemn human society. She actually wants to fix it. But I also think that she's got, like, maybe a a separate equal thing going on where she doesn't want anyone to be able to fuck with the legacy of the AI. There's, like, a three-prong. Like, she wants to fix human society, um, introduce AI society into the real world, and then preserve the sublime, you know, preserve all those souls and personalities. Uh, And also kill Dolores and Maeve and... Caleb if they if they get in their way I guess uh, but he, yeah like the men in, bl- man in black is trying to,
0: to to rub them out we found that out tonight yeah, uh-huh. yeah um, and not not getting in their way like I mean Maeve is out in the woods doing nothing for seven eight years so it's not like she was actively fucking the with grid. them. they they're hunting her so they clearly want did her. Did she dead. want to
1: be found though? Because she was out uh, in the beginning of this episode. She was communing with the generator, and she caused you know um, she's got some control through her like mesh network, yeah. uh, evolutionary upgrades of, of the real world and electronics. So it felt like she was like uh, yeah. on Dagobah, flexing her powers, trying to like get Absolutely. a little bit of mastery and and like did it is an experiment to get out of control because it seems like that's how they tracked her or was she wanting to be found she's she's ready to to get her piece back on the board now for some reason
0: yeah i don't know that intro is super interesting to me where um she's out there meditating and we're seeing kind of what might be flashbacks but what could also be flash forwards um because like they, Mm. they put an image of of what is it, Rehoboam, and what was was Solomon? Was that the other one? I can't even remember the the other yeah. The, name. the yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They was, put that uh... image in there. That I think that was Solomon because uh, it was in the the Insight Tower. um mm-hmm. So they throw that in there, which makes me think like she is not seeing the past here because. Although she could be, I don't know. We we don't know what happened during these eight years with a robot war and right. Caleb, but like Caleb is grievously injured in that scene. Uh, yeah, that feels or, robot war stuff. It feels robot war stuff, but it also feels like does he survive that and and come back from that and and live a normal life or is this a vision of the future that she's seeing because she's developing Rehoboam Solomon like. Powers, Projection power. Yeah. Predictive power. Like what is she actually doing in this scene? I, I don't know.
1: Huh? Well, he's also got a, a little bit more scarred up. I don't remember. Or maybe, maybe um, I can hmm. see, I just watched like the last three episodes a week ago and I didn't remember him having as many scars on his face as he did, but yeah, maybe he got those in the, the riot. Um, Could. Yeah. Cause like the thing is, we also know that there was war, some unspecified wars that he had fought in before. So like when hmm. they refer to war and the riots, I, I, I feel like there were the riots and then the robot wars, and then that led to the outlaw of robotics. Um, Do you do you think... Because that's the other thing I had I, a I question, is, like, the general population, are they aware that there are, like, indistinguishable AI that walk among us? Is that why the I, robot, like... Yeah, I don't think so. Did we fight a war against those things and defeat them? Because I, I'd like... I don't know. Like these, the, the robot wars, that can mean a lot of different things. The, 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 the thing running cable with Aaron Paul early last season. Mm-hmm. I I don't think that's what the, they're going to war against, you know?
0: Yeah. Even though that's,
1: but that's, that's that when it phased banned.
0: out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know how that went down, but I mean, th- there's clearly like a line that they were able to draw where it's like, okay, these things are useful and not sentient or not capable of taking over the world. Like, right automated cars right we see that technology still in use but then there's something about the cable runners that was too advanced it's like where is the line drawn there that's what i want to know um
1: i wonder if it's metaphoric though because like maybe the wars are referring to unrest in society and one of the agreements that the elites put in place between the people was okay we're going to roll back automation to preserve jobs you Mm -hmm. know but I, I think that's the the real question, and and what's this is kind of a bleak season. Is it feels like this is a a a, a lot of people agree this was a, a blow for or struck a blow for human independence and freedom. Mm-hmm. Yet you still have these guys working so much overtime that they can't even take off to observe the wedding their wedding anniversary. Right, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of shows the, the desperation like maybe things are a little bit better because Aaron Paul can get married now you know and he's not on this predetermined put a gun in your mouth uh, in two years uh, path but no. you know how much freedom does he really have because a free man probably want to take the day off and do something nice with his wife
0: <laughs> sure no it <laughs> seems it's, like this show has not typically shied away from topics that we're uh, struggling with in our own uh, society. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see that being a, a thing they're going to touch on. Um, um, th- there's there's also, you know, if you want to go down the hey, how free are you actually? Uh, these flies. I, I really want to talk about these flies um, and what those flies. their role is. Because they, they go into this guy's body and take over his mind and force him to kill his business partners and then sell or not even sell <laughs> just give william the hoover dam
1: i i would love to know how this went through probate you know that this guy you know what i'm saying like when they when when the sale gets processed like what are the circumstances of the sale well the land sure. blah 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 and the guy went crazy and ape shit and murdered him and then <sighs> delivered the murder weapon. Well, yeah I, i'd have a lot of questions but 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 yeah but yeah
0: did you recognize this guy before we start talking about the scene? I, I, I thought I did when I first saw him. I was like, oh, my God, it's Stubbs because they show him at a weird angle. And I'm like, this guy kind of looks like Stubbs, but it's definitely not Stubbs. He looks super familiar. It's a latest dad
1: from. Oh, yes. Uh, For All, For All, All Mankind. All mankind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're see he's he's in old man makeup uh, this, this season. So he kind of nice. threw off the, the chase.
0: Um, there's but the, another. Uh, but they're but, mind yeah. controlled robots right i mean is is this guy human or is this guy like a sleeper agent that they had implanted in there and the 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 flies can only take over the minds of the robots or what i don't
1: know so i don't know whether they're going like nanotech that there's some kind of thing you know borg code that they're inserting into people or they're going some kind of bioengineered fungus that takes over someone but like and it doesn't do it like subtly. It's not mm-hmm. a you know not near the sophistication that you could program a host. It's essentially no. giving someone to a, a rage bias for for a particular purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh it it was it was wild. It felt like um yeah, I don't know. It felt like you're watching a person not be a person anymore. Um
0: yeah. And he definitely seems like a human cuz he cuts his own throat and that seems to be the end of him. So Yeah. So
1: do you think is there a possibility that they replaced him? With a host? After the fact? Like they they No, before the fact. Like they've put key oh. people in positions, you know, and they they've murdered them and taken them over like pod people. Yeah, like they did with
0: uh hail. Because uh, you say before. he's person,
1: but you, why are you assuming that? Because like it's because he cuts I, his I, own I, throat,
0: I, I, and it seems final. I host don't. Why
1: would you? And why would you program the host to not know that he's a host? Like just be like you know, like Charlotte, you know, like Whoa, <laughs> I'm a host and I'm I'm t- fucking taking over this human institution. Right. That's awesome.
0: Uh, no, yeah, I you, I think this guy's a human, which is scary okay. because these flies seem to be able to control human minds. I I, I think that's where we're going with this. Yeah. Um
1: it's wild because the trailer they successfully
0: roped a dopamine
1: into thinking that this was happening. in in the confines of like a west world park sure you know like the, the the mobster world or whatever but no this was just uh in the pro- comfort and privacy of
0: his own home he got mm-hmm. he got flied yeah uh, uh, let's talk about the, the Christina slash Dolores stuff so yes Who who is this like is this actually Dolores because if you recall as we talked about in our preview she got deleted last season and she got bullied. There was some, some moment where like she maybe got uploaded into Solomon, but then Solomon or uh, Rehoboam, Ramboam I, I can't remember which is which. And and then that got erased. So if she was in there, she got erased. It's I, I've
1: got this idea that like Charlotte, uh one of the things Charlotte's trying to do is fix human society, and she's also trying to Perfect the machine society, and I'm I'm wondering if there's going to like be a doctrinal, almost religious difference of like what is better in in terms of an AI. Is it better to be in a sublime where you're in a perfect paradise and there's never mm-hmm. any want or whatever? And also, what does society look like that? Like maybe they've got like ivory towers and pristine or stuff, um, or or maybe it's better to be in the real world, or maybe there's like different. You could you could like with different simulations, you could try all kinds of different like governments and permutations of life. I'm wondering. If this isn't Charlotte, like she hasn't recreated Dolores and Teddy from the same kind of alchemaic principle that Dolores used to bring Arnold back, you know, like, yeah, reconstruct him from from just your perfect memory and and run a test until it's indistinguishable from from the, you know, baseline could be. I wonder if she's done that. And then she is like running different iterations of like an ideal world with people's jobs and what they do to try to like get a perfect society. I don't, I don't know. That's my, my idea is you're that, that uh, Charlotte is inside or I'm sorry, Christina, Christina is inside some
0: kind of simulation. Ah, oh, okay. Hmm. Which feels very matrixy for. So there's that moment, right? <laughs> where she's out in the, the, she, she's just been like cut by this dude and someone came in and like is punching the guy. And then she looks over and they're gone. Yeah. And that felt very simulationy to me. Like, glitch in the matrix yes. you look one time it's there you look the next time it's gone it's right something goes yeah the that was that was the one inconsistency in her reality that didn't add up so you, you could be right about that the, the thing though the is end, like it's i think teddy's real teddy is the avenger yeah teddy comes in i I, I, don't, I don't know and with all the stuff they're doing with her like writing characters who then become People in the real world, it seems. And they're tragic. She's not allowed to write any
1: kind of happy thing.
0: Right. And then Teddy showing up right after that makes me think that he is like an AI that or an NPC that she wrote into one of her games as well. And now he's outside of the game or maybe she's in the game playing the game. She's the only. It's interesting they
1: bring up that terminology, NPC, non-playable character. Um, So if you're not a video game nerd... You've got uh, the main character. That's you. You're the person holding the controller and you're making them jump and slash and hack and shoot people. And NPCs are all the people you go up to in a town. There aren't other players. You, there's you know probably real players in the game that you can kill, but there's also fake players. They're the NPCs. And there's like in, in like political, like at least online political discourse, NPCs have been um, the term labeled for people who are like, that's the new like buzzword for sheep. You okay, know, like sure. you're an NPC, you just have your pre-programmed dialogue trees and you're given it by your school teachers and your mass media, blah, blah, blah. It's that kind of insane. Yeah. I wonder if they're doing something with that concept because, you know, it's been this just shows kind of truck, uh, you know, traveled in those kind of like, you know, be independent free thinker versus a slave versus a sheep versus a program thing. I yeah, there's some,
0: something that there's something about like. Evolution and cycles of of everything, um, cycles that happen. Because if you recall, Dolores was built to be an NPC, right? And now here right. she is writing NPCs for video games. It's there's some cyclical thing going on here that I'm not a hundred percent sure what they're going for. But there's another interesting thing at the end where she's like, "Oh, I want a story with a happy ending." Stupid stories that nobody wants to hear. Mm-hmm. And I hear that. And I think like when you combine that with the stuff that was going on with Caleb and his wife and how she said, like, you just you're looking for something else. Right. It's it's your wife and child aren't enough. You're always like looking for a war to fight. I got yeah. to, I, I get the impression that this season is shaping up to be uh, something about like humans not wanting a serene life like it like they're too stupid to actually get a thing that's good for them. They want a fucking war. Like that—that that seems to be the thing that is driving it's a lot Agent, of the action in the show. It's
1: Agent Smith's thesis in the Matrix that so humans don't right. want
0: an idyllic life; we have to have this kind of steady drip of misery. Yeah, um, and th- and then you could evolve past semi- that as hosts, right? Because they aren't human; they right. could potentially go to what? the sublime and be totally fine with that. I also like um
1: I've been <laughs> thinking about like a Brave New World and other dy- dystopias where like everybody's kind of doped up and drugged up, but relatively happy. And I've been thinking, like, are they really dystopias? Because it seems like a lot of things, uh, a lot of reasons we're so neurotic nowadays is because we weren't. We weren't evolved to live in the societies that we're living in, and it just jacks our stress and cortisol levels. Like we're being chased by fucking lions every goddamn second of the day, and it's never going to go away. And as you know, we, we got, we got the, the, the cursed knowledge of our own death. What would be wrong with just kind of dosing us so we're okay with that? I'm not saying brain control, mind control. <laughs> Just I'm saying like, for that, just man. something to just, 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 yeah, there's a test. Just blow that cortisol out of your brain. It's just going to just going to wear stress <laughs> grooves in it. If you keep doing it, like, I don't think there's inherently gonna, anything
0: wrong with it. I, th- I think the, the problem comes about when people take advantage of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. For their own purposes and lead. And then people really do become sheep or NPCs. Uh, but it feels
1: like there's no like the, the only other way to avoid that is either to evolve a way to not you know be freaked out by modern society or go back to the Serengeti I don't think we're going to do that I don't think we're going to go start climbing trees and throwing or, sticks at bison again but, I mean, no I'm not
0: certainly uh, or push through it and evolve you know uh, whether that's evolve our biochemistry um, through through technology or whether that's create an entirely new being that destroys us Post- and takes humanism, transhumanism yes. Yeah. fuck yeah yes Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSC. Uh
1: I'm excited because it does seem like they're um they're going to be doing things about simulation theory. They're going to be doing things about, you know, uh, I mean it is Westworld. You know, what is <laughs> the nature
0: Right. What is the <laughs> right. nature
1: of freedom? What is the nature of free will? Um yeah. But they're also, like I said, there's like uh what does Westworld look like if you're outside the park? And I think it's I I, I, I I want to see the scenes but it feels a little bit like uh, insecurity to have to go back to the park but I don't know I guess that you got Dalos is still a concern you got the man in black head and it's um it's plausible but it's like this is an episode that had nothing to do with any park and it worked it didn't oh, yeah. need it I thought that was the other kind of like a test of how mature the show is is like it is completely off its, its central pre, uh, premise and uh, I'm still engrossed in like the end of
0: this episode. I'm like, okay, this I'm in for the season. Yeah. I mean, in some ways the show gets more interesting without the park. Um, I, th- I thought last season, I don't remember what I thought, you know, minute to minute on last season, but thinking about the themes yeah. and the possibilities of those themes in last season, I thought it was really strong uh, from a conceptual standpoint. And I feel like this season might be shaping up to do the same. I mean, the whole show has been great from that angle. It's just right. like sometimes they go a little overboard with the trickery in the show. But we'll see. I it, I almost hope that D- Dolores or Christina is not in some kind of simulation. Although I know it's very likely given the video game tie in. It's like, oh, Christ, because cause we've been through this, right? I Do I really need another I, season the, the, two okay. Bernard freaking out, losing his mind? Here's and suddenly it all makes sense at the end. I feel like...
1: There are that's the Seppenwall argument, because he's he's off the show. And it's because if anyone can be anything and anybody at any time, then why should anyone care about anything? And, and that's not that's 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 a reasonable response to the, the, those things happen in front of you. But mm-hmm. I'd say to get at some of the interesting things that we're going through as a society and like uh, seem to be going through in, in the near future, you have to abstract things a little bit. Uh, you have to grapple with concepts of lack of individuality and free will. And if that's like it''s it's, li- it's gonna be a little bit more cerebral and, and and maybe not all the because how can we connect to the drama of a quasi-immortal being, right? But I don't know. I, I feel like that's weak. That's like that's like being a 16th century peasant and be like, ah, these fucking vampire rules. Well, if any he can be anywhere and any time, and he turn into mist and a bat and bite people in the neck and make try for like, well, who the fuck cares? You know, I was like, okay, all right. Well, this is a whole <laughs> new type of fiction, Grandpa, and we're ready. I'm taking shots at my my favorite television critic here. I'm just saying that, like, I, I I see that argument, but like, I'm in I'm in it for the the crazy shit. I'm in it for the the plot twist and what it says about the future of humanity and i don't i guess i don't give a shit as much about the characterizations yeah i guess Uh, i'm not in it for the sake of that
0: like if it had if it has supporting uh pillars for the story i'm there for it but if it's just gonna be like hey we got tricky to get tricky because i because because the name nolan is on this project then i i don't care i don't want to see that
1: yeah and and having said that like i do think that the central things are like Maeve and her tie to her daughter, um, mm. that they seem to be reinforcing with uh, uh Aaron Paul's daughter, which looks a lot like Maeve's daughter. Sure. I'm not saying that they're related, I'm just saying thematically. No, no. Uh seems like they're kind of had an Adam and Eve kind of thing last last season and they're reinforcing this with the the, you know, both wanting uh positive things for the children uh shit i fucking qualify that so much i forgot what i was going to say uh i but i'm saying it's like yeah they are complex i i like i mean just just from a romeo and juliet thing i fucking like uh uh what's her name uh clarence clark christina and teddy yeah
0: his probably name won't be teddy it'll be something else sure bob Uh, i find it hilarious that christina (laughs) is basically lee from the old seasons she's writing yes. NPC characters and Lee was like the second rate writer who was writing shitty characters
1: but that's the, yeah that's the inversion they're doing this season yeah. it's like they're full-on gonna have host writing uh, sappy stupid things to distract either other AI or humans and you know, like I said, if you look at the trailer, if you look at our uh, season preview, it seems like there's a lot of signs of uh, Charlotte, Shaloris, um just fucking programming people, not hosts like people in the same way that uh, maybe a more sophisticated way that the that, that latest dad
0: was was programmed this episode. So there's a lot of other stuff we could talk about but I think we'll probably save sure. it for Tuesday. Um, you said you wanted to talk a little bit about the intro though. So maybe Yeah. Maybe we could do that uh, and go- then go over to our instant talk where we'll take questions and stuff. Yeah, again,
1: post anything you want to do you want to talk about or want us to to, to pick our brains about. Um, so I took I took a couple notes during the uh Credits. The intro. The credit scene. Okay. And you know you've got the standard stuff of the hands playing the piano and the piano playing itself. Um, some of the new elements this year: uh, a three D play- printed fly. Okay. I mean, obviously, that's uh, that's taking the the horse and rider slot. It's taken the eagle with the afterburner slot. It's uh, it's now nice. hot, and it seems like yeah, obviously flies are a big part of the season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You got the tower. Uh, that we've seen Shaloris kind of lord over. We think that's the control center for her human inverted Dalos Park type of thing that she's doing, trying to perfect human society. Uh, you've got um, two androgynous bodies facing each other in what appears to be a mirror, but you later find out is a series of interconnected uh, tubes along a spherical surface that are on fire. I'm wondering Whoa. if this is... Paradise Lost because I thought those tubes when it, when it represent when when it when it zoomed out it looked a lot like a marble and I'm like I'm thinking of like you know the 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 the, the marble that Bernard carried that had you know everyone's consciousness and a copy of Sublime in it and that going bad mm-hmm.
0: that's what I was thinking when I saw that yikes all right
1: uh, I, I was thinking like about
0: Station Eleven and that helmet the space helmet that the young <laughs> yeah kirsten makes doctor doctor
1: station whatever the fuck his name was yeah um they also seem to replace the milk fluid creation process of the host with some kind of white vapor depositing did you notice that it's like now a fog instead of a milk oh boy so host host production technology seems to have changed a little bit um but yeah, that's the like I said, I, I don't know what all that means, um, but uh, we'll find out in, in the future of the show. OK, as Jim alluded to, there's lots more to talk about, which we will be back on Tuesday to do just that. Make sure you get your feedback. Westworld at Baldmove.com. We will uh, either be considering that on Tuesday if we get a bunch like we usually do, we'll probably have its own own uh, feedback show later on on the week. Uh, but this is our instant take. Again, we just watched this thing and sat down and recorded this. Uh, you can watch us live on Sunday night uh, just after Westworld finishes. If you uh, support us in the club, go to support.ballmove.com to find out how to do that and get all the other benefits of being a club member. We will see you Tuesday and, of course, on next week's episode. Until then, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim.